0: Cousins. Jewish people, you guys do this too, right? You marry your cousins. Come on. Oh <laughs> You're lying. Your cousins for sure. Your cousins. Your cousins. <laughs> your cousins. No, everyone in my family's cousins. Um, but now, my generation, everyone's women. Like, all my cousins are girls. So my family's torn between their homophobia and their love of cousins. <laughs> God, we love cousins. <laughs> um, but. <laughs>
1: yeah welcome to the friends with talent show i'm your host talent harris and i'm here with my friend yegane how are you living Yeg?
0: i'm okay i was debating whether i should use my last name but there's like we're not gonna deal with other people thinking it's a different yegane
1: (laughs) yeah there's only one yegane on this show i'll I'll put your name's on the flyer somewhere right now on the poster
0: (laughs) so they know your last
1: name but hi how have you been dealing with everything that's been going on this year?
0: Um, as crazy as it seems, this is not my worst year. Like
1: Oh, you've had worse than this.
0: Yes, I've had worse like this when this was kind of happening, I it's horrible, people died. But at the same time I'm like, this is how I've felt for all of the years, essentially. Like just like negative occurrences and political turmoil and possible wars and stuff like that because i was Mm -hmm. born in iran and i've always lived like like, on the edge yeah so so
1: this is just like this is
0: i mean the illness part sucks yeah but like i don't know it's not as horrible as like 2001 was for me
1: oh i i can imagine (laughs) i I can imagine um how has this um how has the pandemic affected you and like in any like was What's the biggest effect it's had on your life?
0: <clears throat> I think it definitely forced me to be alone, which I never had done before. Everybody. Yeah. I I grew up very much not being able to have friends and stuff like that. Like I could have friends who were women and like that my mom approved of. Uh-huh. But I was always like locked inside, but with her. But with coronavirus, I was, like, alone, alone. Like, I couldn't even go to my family because they would die. (laughs) So you run out of things to do. And we also just weren't paying rent before we lived in this apartment. Uh So we kind of lived not knowing if, like, the locks were going to be changed.
1: Oh, so you guys just stopped paying rent once uh, the pandemic hit?
0: Well, we got very lucky in that our lease ended um, March, like, 15th.
1: Oh, which so. is like when
0: lockdown happened. So they c- were still charging us, like sending us bills, and we didn't pay them because legally we weren't bound, and they couldn't evict us. Yeah,
1: because you didn't sign another lease, right?
0: No, and then we actually got... Another crazy coincidence happened where the super stalked me. What? <laughs> um. So basically, uh, I was sleeping, and my, I was on the ground floor, and I just see the... F- like flash coming into my room Uh and i didn't have curtains at the time but there was so much trash in front of the building that you couldn't you couldn't even look in but i just see flash and we go outside and it was the super
1: wow wait so the super was stalking you through the window of your apartment
0: yeah he was taking photos in like the the middle of the night yeah so i called the landlord and i'm like hey your super's taking photos of me um but i didn't realize it was weird until three days later because i dealt with a separate issue buying a bike of someone being creepy so (laughs) i I was like which tasks do i tackle oh you was
1: one 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 creepy guy at a time pretty much
0: well no yeah essentially You
1: you had to handle the bike guy first yeah and then
0: yeah i had to handle the bike guy and then once that ended it was three days later and i was like all right the bike is settled (laughs)
1: <laughs> what happened with the bike? <laughs>
0: uh, I My bike wheels got stolen. So then I'm like addicted to riding a bike. Like if I don't ride a bike once a day, I like, go crazy for some reason. And that was like the thing I attached to during coronavirus was that like my bike ride was very ritual to me. Someone stole my bike tire. So within those two days, I was like, I have to get a bike. Like I'll do anything. And everywhere was selling out of bikes because people figured out bikes are fun and coronavirus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they were just sold out. So I went on let go. And I was so desperate. I was looking... The bike that's in my room. Everyone so, found
1: out bikes were fun.
0: Yeah. No, before coronavirus, like, everyone just went to work all day. But now they're, like... And especially without gyms, they yeah. need cycling. Anyways. Uh, I, I became very desperate. So I went on Let Go. And I found this, like, Russian man in Bay Ridge. And I went there to go get the bike. And the, the when I got there, he was like, it's broken, but it's only $10 to fix. I was like, we could fix it together. And oh, so just—that's what just, you, that's where you went wrong. Yeah, it just went really downhill. He was just asking me so many horrifying questions about sex and like not letting me go. With, like it was so All scary. Right, you gotta
1: paint the picture for the the audience. What kind of what did he look like?
0: How, like skinny Anthony Bourdain. Age. Twenties.
1: Twenties. Okay. And what, what kind of what, what questions was he? I, I'm afraid to ask.
0: Oh, so when we went to the bike shop, they were like, yeah, this is not a $10 job, and it's also going to take an hour. And so I w- I was like, okay, I'm going to get an Uber home later anyways to take this bike back. It's in Bay Ridge. Like, I can't bike that. So might as well go grocery shopping and put that in the Uber with me. Mm-hmm. So I-, I was like, all right, fix the bike. I'm going to go grocery shopping. And the guy selling the bike was like, can I come with you? And I was like, fine. I still hadn't paid him for the bike. So I was like, I don't, I came all the way to Bay Ridge. I'm getting the bike. And I was like, fine, and we get there, and he was just, like, touching different fruits and being like, these bananas, they just, don't they remind you of sex? And I'm like, N-. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, you guys were at his place first?
0: Well, I met him, like, outside his apartment.
1: Okay. And then, wait, you guys, I thought you guys were going to fix the bike together.
0: Yeah, yeah, we walked to the bike shop, and the bike shop was, like, this is going to take an hour. Oh. So I was going to grocery shop, bring it back to the bike shop. The grocery store was, like, a block down. Okay. So I was going to grocery shop, come back, get the bike. But he decided to grocery shop with me. That's awesome. Mind <laughs> you, the night before, the super took pictures. And I'd already forgotten about the super picture thing because the bike <laughs> thing was going on as well. So three days later, I called the landlord and I'm like, your super taking pictures of me in the middle of the night. The super runs away. The police come. It's a whole situation like i ordered seamless that day too and the seamless and the police came and knocked up the same time <laughs> and i was like
1: did he at least get good pictures or
0: i was like can you send them i want to post like i'm just kidding <laughs> no but no here was my thing remember backtrack in the beginning of the story i wasn't paying rent
1: and oh, so. i
0: was telling the landlord to super staking pictures of me but legally now i had all of the power yeah. and so i was like change the locks add this add that and he just did it and we still didn't pay rent to this day we didn't pay march april may june july august six. i mean this
1: gotta be he's lucky he ain't go to jail it has gotta be some type of peeping time law or some shit like yeah, that well
0: the reason i wasn't worried was because i actually hadn't moved into that room until like a week prior wow so like nothing had happened in that room i if I ever changed in that room, it wasn't, like, anything I haven't posted on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, nothing, like, was... I didn't do anything in that room for him to have gotten a shot that I would, like, not want out there.
1: But still, that's creepy.
0: Yeah, uh, the girl before me who lived in the room, I, I'm thinking he thought I was her. It was not my first stalker, but...
1: Yeah, so how did we get here? I guess, oh, yeah, how did the pandemic affect your life?
0: See, uh, but these things happened to me outside of the that's, pandemic. Yeah, that's yeah just these regular are not life. even pandemic things. That's why, like, this stressed me because other people were stressed, but yeah. it didn't personally.
1: You're a, a, a refugee <laughs> from a war torn country. So this is just, this is baby stuff, this coronavirus shit
0: yeah i mean (laughs) in iran there's like horrible coronavirus and people are dying left and right but like poverty still thing, so they're like let's go one at a time you know
1: yeah it's it's wicked um before the podcast we was talking about how like how do we meet
0: oh we met virtually virtually I, um, I always thought your first name was like a nickname, like talent, like someone's like Instagram. Cause you definitely be- like DM me on Instagram or something Yeah. and you were doing a show in the East village. Yeah. Oh my God. But that, <laughs> I just had a flashback. The thing I want to really talk about. Yeah. One of the people in this story. So there, I, <laughs> I have a different stalker. His name is Satan legally. His legal mother given name is Satan. What I've talked to his mother. His m- birth name is Satan. Um, he is my stalker, kind of. But the second time I ever saw him in my whole life was I was walking to your show in the East Village. I feel he, like you mentioned brushed, that, and he brushed past me. I feel like I did in a group with you and like Julio and
1: Nah, because I feel like I just met you and we were just sitting at the bar. Oh you my might have God. been telling or you were talking about somebody yeah. from uh, australia i think
0: exact yep
1: he was, I, I just remember you've been in love with someone who lives in australia and that was that was your issue right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my life went so downhill no but the second time i ran into satan was there on
1: the way to my show and the, the friends with talent show i think
0: yeah in that hookah lounge
1: yeah it's an interesting show it's an interesting show <laughs> but yeah i actually um i booked you before i even met you i just booked you off of like clips that i seen on your, your instagram i'm like yo seems funny
0: <laughs> <laughs> good enough <laughs> she's funny <laughs> but yeah no i remember meeting you and i was like oh this is such a nice gentleman from long island <laughs> <laughs> from but central was... iceland long island but i under so much stress under that because I think that day running into that Satan guy like you met a horrible version of me because I was so distressed. I mean
1: you seem you seem spry. You seem (laughs) you seem in good spirits. I feel like you were you were trying to get pictures of something. You you put on uh, something.
0: Oh yeah, so I had these basketball shorts on. Yeah. Um, this weird brand in Soho just gave me basketball shorts, and they were like, "Can you just keep posting them?" And so I would wear them to shows. <laughs> I also try to dress like hideous at shows. Like I remember when I was like 17, I did the comic strip, mm-hmm. and this lady who like ran the booth at that time came up to me afterwards. I was in like a t-shirt and like a skirt she came up to me and she was like all the men were just looking at your legs honey you're not funny is she older yeah i think i i think Gladys. She,
1: yeah mm-hmm. she gave me advice too she told me to not talk about drugs or something Idiot. like that
0: God.
1: i think she said that or she want have i think she said i was wearing too many colors
0: yeah, she loves to comment about clothes. But she was like, everyone's just looking at your legs. And you would think I would be like, oh, stupid old lady. <laughs> uh, but I took that, and I fell apart. I went home and cried. I was like, I moved to New York for n- people to look at my legs. <laughs> I was broken. And n- ever since that day, like, every show I do, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm covering up all of my body, and I've, m- like... When I had the mic up on my roof earlier in the day, I was in like pink shorts and a crop top. I came home, messed up my hair and put on jeans and a sweatshirt because I'm so distraught. So
1: that show, what were you wearing? The one she the one that she uh, commented on. I was wearing a
0: skirt and like a T-shirt. But I've never worn a skirt on stage since then.
1: Wow. She scared you into just being a tomboy on stage. Bless you. (laughs)
0: She, like, um I, I if I look at my, like, Facebook messages, I think she sent me videos of people I should dress like. Really? And, and I listened to her.
1: So do you feel... All right. So.
0: I was also 17. So, like, I feel like that age of girl is very much, like...
1: Do you feel like you noticed a difference when you started changing?
0: I mean, also, I was going from being 17 to, like, an adult. So, yeah. The things I was talking about probably weren't that funny, and okay. so in my head I'm like, "Oh, I got so much better." But it's probably not the clothes. I think I could wear a skirt on stage. I don't know. Maybe I couldn't.
1: And you haven't since.
0: I have not shown skin on stage. I mess up my hair. I make myself uglier.
1: That's funny. I think I was talking about that with um like some of uh, my friends. It's like, is it harder to be funny as a as a woman? comedian um if you're like more attractive
0: um i think ugly people think it's the opposite i'm not gonna name names but there's some (laughs) there's one comedian they think it's
1: easier for you when you're more attractive yeah yeah and they
0: so i remember there was this one post by this one comedian who was just like um Just because she's cute and she tells a couple jokes, like, she's going to rise ten times quickly, like, blah, 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 blah. So, like, when people are on the uglier side, they think that pretty people can do, like, minimal work and get things handed to them. I kind of
1: halfway agree. I feel like when you're, um... Let's say, I feel like if you're an attractive, um, lady comic, um like people will want to laugh at
0: what you're saying right there because you want the pretty person to be funny yeah that's you don't want but also you have to consider where was that comic always pretty because i feel like you had to at one point be ugly to have like something funny in you i can see it i think you need to experience like not being the center of the room to be good at being the center of the room
1: Pretty people do win, though, at the end of the day. I don't they know. win. They, yeah. You get the opportunity, at least, mm-hmm. even if you're not funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just like, when it comes down to being a comic, you you want to get TV credits. Mm-hmm. And when it comes down to who's on TV, it's usually attractive people or...
0: Like the polar opposite.
1: Or if you're typecast as the ugly person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's always, like even race cards and stuff like that yeah. like they typecast between it and there's like I don't know it's a huge thing but at the end of the day like it is true the pretty person will have more opportunity yeah
1: but I also think it, yeah it's it, harder to be funny when you're pretty though I think
0: I, so also if you're thinking of it as not like a TV presence but like a writer sense yeah like most writers rooms are not highly attractive people so
1: you could get you could get in the back room if you're funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, you definitely could. But I'm just thinking like ugly people of all the rooms now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not a thing of it, I actually have a whole anger towards them. No. Ugly people? Yeah. <laughs> also, who's to say what's ugly?
1: It's very subjective, you know? There's somebody that would look at my face and they would think I'm attractive, and there's other people that look yeah. at my face and
0: And it's ever changing.
1: Yeah. I think it's based on who you grew up with, who you find attractive.
0: Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Like, it—you grew up around white people, you're gonna be prone to thinking like Western features are better, and then
1: that's very vice true. versa. Very true. What a world! <laughs> you're talking about the mic on your roof. So <laughs> you recently uh, hosted an open mic. You did two?
0: No, we did one.
1: We did one. So you did one. <laughs> How did that go?
0: Um so just a little pre-tale. Uh, my roof, my roommates have thrown like full DJ like fashion designers like le- everything, people just bouncing around. Nothing happened to this roof. No one had a problem.
1: We had a un- we are at a un we're we're at your apartment right now yeah. in an undisclosed location in Bushwick. Yes. Continue.
0: Um so I decided to host an open mic. Uh I'm going to say 15 comedians there, some of their friends. We were not more than 30 people. There's no possible way. If we were at any point, like, that would have been shocking. Mm -hmm. They did not jump. They did not hop. They did not do any sudden movements. (laughs) And the next day, the ceiling's collapsing. It's concaving in and out. Like, everything has to be redone. We can't go up there. And...
1: We can't go up there. The people that just went up there... Yeah, Your no, we're not the, allowed
0: up there. Uh, like, there's literally construction. But the comedians were so fat and, like, just existing.
1: You really think it was them? Or maybe maybe it was already messed up and he just blamed... You just...
0: I don't know, though. They were just
1: waiting for somebody. Did you get in, like, any trouble for that? Like, is there any consequences?
0: <laughs> is, uh, I don't know. I don't know? <laughs> I think COVID times, people are like, are you paying rent good enough?
1: That, that security deposit... I don't know if you're going to get that back.
0: Worth it. (laughs) Worth it. (laughs) It just, the spots they were, like, standing for, the actual mic, were the spots that were having problems. Oh. And it was, like, specifically right after they left, this started happening. Damn. So.
1: So other than that, uh, how did the mic go?
0: The mic was great. I mean, it was a lot of Staten Island people. And
1: that sounded mad racist. There's a lot of Staten Islanders.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, because they were saying like crazy, politically incorrect words. Oh, and yeah. yeah. There's other roofs. Like other roofs can hear my roof. It's like a roof colony up there. So people would come outside to enjoy the sunset and then there'd be some comedians. The Quran. Huh?
1: Did, did they say the Koran?
0: That's not a politically. No, they said like the R word. Oh. Uh. Yeah, or like um the M word for little people. Like. All, all these different things They would just scream These words Like keywords That you just don't want to hear In Bushwick And not Like I'm not saying anything About the words I'm just saying like Bushwick people also, Bushwick white people Are very Politically correct I would also, say Also
1: you were the only Female The only female there Yeah
0: no So I'm just running around Trying to make sure these like
1: Or woman I don't know. Some people find offense to female, female oh, you know?
0: woman identifying person up there just running around being like, stop saying that word. And then, oh, the bathroom <laughs> rule.
1: Oh, so you were you were you were telling them to stop saying stuff.
0: I'm not joking. So I was hosting and every time someone finished their set, I'd go up there and be like new rule can't say the m-word didn't know i had to say that
1: wow they were doing that
0: they were going crazy and people i'm not joking were coming up to look at the sunset like couples like on other roofs they were just like be like oh what is this thing happening next door and, and then, then they would scream. Joke. yeah they would scream like i like touching little boys and they'd be like time to go back down and i'm like <laughs> i'm not i'm not one of them <laughs> no except me uh, and that, Oh yeah, there was this bathroom rule Where I also would have to bring them downstairs To go to the bathroom Because there's no bathroom up there And they just kept pooping I'm like, why are you n- getting the runs As if this is like your HBO special like, But
1: didn't you tell them initially Like off jump that it was no pooping rule
0: I didn't know I had to make that rule Until the first person used the bathroom And he Oh, he comes out So I He didn't realize I had to stay down here I'm not going to just leave him in my apartment. I'm walking you down and walking you back up. Like, so totally. he thought I was gone. He's farting, pooping, doing all of his business. <clears throat> Comes out. The look on his face when he realized I'm still in my own house. And his eyes just pop. And I'm like, hey, like you took a while.
1: How, how long do you think?
0: Like 15 minutes. 15 like Farouk had to do the hosting. And I was like, hey, you took a while. And he was like, yeah, I had to put my contacts in. And I literally looked at this, like, six foot two man, and I was like, you are a liar. Like.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. How many how many shits do you think happened? Ten. Ten shits?
0: Almost. Ev- Once I told them to stop pooping, it's like their bodies were like, what if we did?
1: So it was just more like petty shits. It was just like, oh, I can't shit. Say less, no, Yeg. No,
0: that's the weirdest thing. Is like they were so nice to me, and they would tell on each other. Like I genuinely think they had to go, cause like one of them would poop and come out really quick, and then he would like go upstairs, and then the next person would go in there and be like, "Hey, Yeg, like I don't mean to tell on them, but blah blah blah, I just pooped."
1: Hey, Yeg, I don't, I don't mean to be like that guy, but Chris is down there taking a shit.
0: And I would boil. I would just. Boil and run back up there and be like, "How At a certain point, I was like, I'm not taking you down anymore.
1: I was, I remember when you first told me, I'm like, yo, should have just took the toilet paper out of the room, and then I'm like, "No, that would have been worse. They didn't
0: care. They didn't care what I did. Like, I could have just not taken them down. They would have pooped in my face or something.
1: Somebody would have wiped their ass with the carpet or some shit.
0: Yeah, like my shower curtain or something. I literally, like, thought, like, they're just gonna wipe it somewhere.
1: So, uh, no more events here, right?
0: No, there's no, like, the next, uh, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after, actually. Here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys, come back. So, is the roof done? It'll be done by then.
1: It'll be done? Okay. I'll come. That's dope. Are we going to this mic tonight at a tiny cupboard?
0: Um, I don't know. My friend's coming to do tattoos.
1: Oh, yeah. You did tell me that. That's more exciting.
0: No, I want to do a mic. I want to... Try some things out. I'm like, we did that one backyard mic. That oh yeah, was fun. that was fun. Kind of.
1: And then you you left before um
0: the fight, <laughs>
1: <laughs> the almost fight.
0: Yeah, yeah. A bunch. You texted me initially about it, and then multiple people were like, "Were you here?" <laughs> and, and then, I was it, like, it, yeah. then it,
1: it turned into a TikTok.
0: Mm-hmm. It was, it was like funny. Twitter posts. That was funny. Yeah, I always miss the fight. I I'm kind of yeah.
1: It wasn't a fight. It was just more just like uh, a pissing contest. Yeah, like
0: just talking about... I mean, those guys, like, before they were sitting in, like, one of the bedrooms, just, like, constantly dragging each other down. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, that's what they do. That's...
0: Just drag... But, like, also you can definitely... Here's another time being a woman in comedy is weird. Like, you enter a room full of, like, ten men just being... They're not even talking. They're just like chilling. And you enter, and the moment you enter, they start being so mean to each other. They're like, blah blah blah, so fat. You know what? Blah 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 has a lisp. And you're like, I don't need you guys to roast. Like,
1: there is a certain like, I don't know. You get around certain comedians, and it just, it's a sport. It is no, yeah. Just to be like that. I get mean with my really close friends. Yeah, but it's like it's a little bit weird when you're not that close to somebody and then they dig. Yeah. but it's like I also know it's a sport too, so it's like I'm not gonna um like I'll never have it'll never be hard feelings, but
0: see, I could never imagine a group of like female comics doing that though, like just being like Brittany ate too much cake today, ha ha ha, and like just be- like Brittany would start crying and I would start crying <laughs> for saying it and it would be mess. I
1: don't know.
0: Some people can take it though.
1: You got to just shit on your friends to lo- show them love sometimes. Like,
0: No, I can't take it. You know, I tell my friends, I'm it? like, I can't. Just pretend you like me. I don't care if you're <laughs> lying. <laughs> I can't take it.
1: It's like, I got a joke about how um, I could tell when uh, my friend, he got some ass the night before because he come into the group chat too positive in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: like, that's how I know him. Come in the group chat talking about good morning. I'm like, good morning. It's like, yeah, me and my friends, we just... Ew, fuck you Yeah Nigger You know a lot of
0: I hate when my friends say that <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. I,
0: I, I was always the mean one in my friend group And I always did like crazy pranks Like where I would like convince people people had died and stuff
1: Oh my god
0: <laughs> Have I told you? Nah So I had this one prank I did To my friend Emily so she's my best friend. We like grew up. Ne- so when I moved to America, she was my first friend and we lived very close to each other. So I saw her every day.
1: How old were you when you first came to America? Six. Six.
0: So she was my best friend and she wouldn't leave me for anything. And we we're born like eight hours apart, like so many crazy things. And uh, I knew this. So I was like, I'm going to hurt her because she'll <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> so our other friend, Ashley, had gone to Hawaii And I was, like, 12 or 13 at the time, and I had, like, the first iPhone or something. And our friend Ashley went to Hawaii, and I texted Ashley, and I was like, hey, no matter what Emily says, don't text her back, and I'll give you 10 bucks." She was like, bet. And I was like, cool. I got this app. This is dark. Yeah. (laughs) I got this app from the app store. It was called, like, Fake Newsmaker. And I wrote that Flight 52 crashed in Hawaii oh from, from my Hawaii back God. to San Jose, California.
1: Wait, so that was really her flight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I asked all of this information.
1: Oh, my God. So
0: I printed it. And I in the article, I put Ashley's like yearbook picture in the article.
1: Holy shit. <laughs>
0: um, and then I made a text-free number. You know the app text free where you can get like phone numbers? I made a text free number and I pretended to be Jason, Ashley's brother and I texted Emily hey we're meeting in the hospital in two hours I think it's done. And she was like what are you talking about? And I sent her the article and then I from my personal phone sent Emily the article and was like have you seen this? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Ashley died coming back Yo. from Hawaii. So <laughs> That is, <laughs> <laughs> yo that is that's so, nothing
1: compared to calling your friend a nigger <laughs>
0: yeah well you get creative when you can't do it <laughs> yo
1: so, how long how long did you let it
0: so were there, I asked there were tears my,
1: there were absolutely there were tears
0: so here's where it gets really bad oh my i got God. my mom in on it wow and i was like mama um i need you to drive me to the hospital with emily (laughs) and we literally just go pranked and that's it
1: (laughs) wait hold up your mom so your mom knew about everything
0: she didn't know i had done this until i explained that it worked like she didn't know until i explained the situation Like after I had sent the article from the text free. But
1: I'm saying driving, driving to the hospital. She knows.
0: Yeah, she knows.
1: Yo, your mom's cool as shit. That's fucking.
0: (laughs) That was in the. I just love. Did your friend cry? Oh my god, she didn't talk to me. Ready for two hours and then she forgave me.
1: Yo. White people are crazy.
0: They're so kind and forgiving.
1: I mean, I feel like I would forgive you too. I would just be so happy that my friend didn't yeah. die,
0: yeah, no <laughs> but
1: yo, that's dark, wow,
0: yeah,
1: wow,
0: all of my I did several of those kind of pranks to her.
1: that is elaborate, yeah, it's creative though I couldn't there's another time
0: um this other white girl i uh <laughs> I got her to tell on herself to get suspended,
1: what. what? how do you want to get into it <laughs> go <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we were reading um like the steinbeck book in english class and our teacher was like can you guys make like a movie trailer for the great Gat- uh not the great gatsby some mice and men he was like can you make like a movie trailer and the way my school worked was like if you got that project ever like the cool kids always wanted to be a group so they could have like all the cool kids in the movie trailer mm-hmm. so the cool kid boys asked me to be in their group. And then Zoe had, this white girl, Zoe, had already asked me to be in her group. So when I got put in the guys' group, she also did. And I was like, this won't work for me. <laughs> I want to be the only one. <laughs> and I was just, like, annoyed with her for, like, being a white woman at that point, I think. So I was like, I'm going to do something. So I went home and got creative. I <laughs> planned a fake prank week. And I got two other people in on it. And I was like, hey, can you prank me? And this is what the, I want the prank to be. <laughs> so um, I got one girl, Alexis To um, post-it my car So just fill my car with post-its And I drove to school and I pretended to be angry about it And I was like, argh, you posted it in my car <laughs> I got another girl to throw water balloons At me in the morning And then I told one of them to tell Zoe to do a prank And to tell her Like give her ideas that mm-hmm. were like kind of damaging And one of the ideas I gave Was to saran wrap my car So Next morning I wake up my car is Saran raft I take pictures and I go to um, I go to school crying Pretending I'm devastated and I didn't know this was going to happen. And I made, like, the paint of my car kind of come off. So I was like, this ran ran rep damaged my car. Like, I was falling apart. I made myself late to a test. And I was like, I missed a test because of this. And so I create a group chat with all of my friends. And I'm like, I just don't get who did this to me. Like, I don't get why you guys. Like, if you did it, please come forward. And so uh, obviously Zoe doesn't come forward because now she's thinking this prank isn't a thing. And we didn't have cameras growing up, but I got my mom in on it again. And my mom. mom. Coolest mom. (laughs) My mom releases the thing. It's called like Neighbors. It's like an app. It's like Citizen Mm -hmm. where you post like local crime. (laughs) And my mom writes, we finally are going to look at the footage of who Saran wrapped my daughter's car. Come forward now for less charges. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) The next morning, Zoe goes into the principal's office and she's like, it was me. I damaged her car and she missed her test and blah, blah, blah. And she had to be taken out of my English group. And I got to be in the trailer with all the coupons.
1: Oh, all of that.
0: Yeah. Yo, that. Literally.
1: I just can't believe your mom has just been with the shits.
0: <laughs> no.
1: We are about to play the footage. Come forward for it. Yo. She
0: literally went to the principal's office and was like, I'm the reason Yegane didn't take her test and was late school and
1: please give me 40 lashes i deserve it that's that's some mine
0: i'm really good at figuring out how to get people in trouble
1: and i and for some reason i feel like there's darker stories that you're holding darker pranks and that's like the p that's the pg-13 versions of you i feel like you got more (laughs) you have more stories <laughs> more dark pranks um about people dying um yeah you know the, the second person that identifies as a um a woman to be on my show i want to say thank you um do you have anything
0: book me outside
1: book book her outside You want? i do
0: outside uh, things now <laughs>
1: uh, you want to give your social media
0: oh yeah it's um yegane underscore maher underscore if you don't know how to spell it i'm probably tagged in what you're you're tagged (laughs) i'm sorry for having a crazy name
1: don't apologize for your name ever
0: (laughs) all i do is like the first word that comes after saying my name's yegane sorry i'm sorry
1: sorry. (laughs) i thought it was yegane like a black girl's name when i first like yeah no people
0: always think i'm not gonna look how i look when they meet me like a lot of people think i'm actually like korean or something really yeah i'm not gonna do how they say it
1: Do, do it. I no. I'll do it. I'll do it once we. Appreciate you. So um, it's another episode of the Friends with Friends with Talent, friend Friends with Talent show. Yeah, that's the name of my show.